Hi, I'm Tiffany Roten, and this is Happy Young Adults, Episode 13, Is Life All or Nothing? Welcome to Happy Young Adults. I'm Tiffany Roten, owner of Direct Your Life Coaching. I'm a huge fan of young adults, a mother of five, four of which are young adults, a lover of everything outdoors, and a certified life coach. I'm here to give you tools to feel better, to be more confident, to feel less stress in your life, and to help you look to your future with confidence and excitement. Let me help you learn to become a happy young adult. Hey guys, how's it going? So I'm recording this podcast today before I leave on a trip with my family. Where am I going? Yep, you guessed it. I'm going heading back to Lake Powell in Arizona. It's our family's favorite getaway and we just chill and get lots of sun and food and sleep. I think I just want sleep. How about you? So it's kind of funny. It's the, really the only things that my kids want to do. And it was funny. A few years ago, we went to Disneyland. We decided to, you know, take them and do the whole Disneyland experience. And when we were traveling home, we asked our kids, so Lake Powell or Disneyland? And they're like, are you kidding me? Lake Powell, hands down. So I just think it's interesting. You know, every family has their thing. But for us, Lake Powell is the place. If you haven't been there, you should go. Truly. So today, I'm talking about what's called all or nothing thinking. And is life all or nothing? And this might seem like a not very important topic. But if you are one of those that gets trapped in all or nothing thinking, which I think a lot, lot of us do, it can be life-changing when you figure it out and you change it. So I don't know if you've ever heard it about it before, but let me just quickly define kind of what that means. All or nothing thinking is kind of like thinking one extreme or another. Life is either all one way or another. Some people call it black and white thinking. Um, you know, you might've heard it in different terms, but Basically, that's kind of what it is. It's just all or nothing kind of thing. So here's the deal. I always allow you to think whatever you want to. So you're more than welcome to think that life is this way. It's your choice. And, you know, I let you have whatever choice you want, right? But I just want to illustrate to you today that how harmful all or nothing thinking can be for us in our life if we're not really careful. So I want to give you some examples to just kind of get this in your mind a little bit better. Okay. So all or nothing thinking, um, you hear people say either I'm a total success or I'm a failure. Um, others like I'm, I'm right or I'm wrong or other people are right or they're wrong. Um, we're either good or we're bad. Like it's just one or the other. There's no in between, right? Um, my life is either awesome or a total mess. Um, you know, when it comes to just school and different things, either you're smart or you're dumb. So you can probably see from this already that it's kind of, you're only allowed to think one way 
And when you really look at this type of thinking, like it's, it's just not that way. It's never just one way or another. A lot of the time it's kind of somewhere in the middle of all that, right? We have lots of contrast in our life, which I think is for a reason. Honestly, we get to experience lots of different things and we grow and learn from it. So researchers have learned that for a lot of us thinking this way causes us, you know, to not be able to see all the other things that are going on it's a really, really narrow way of looking at things. And it doesn't allow us to expand our minds or see anything else or see what we're doing. It's just kind of, we cut it off at that one thing. So, you know, take for example, um, the instance of, you know, am I good or am I bad? Well, none of us are totally probably good all the time. And probably most of us are not bad all the time we kind of have the contrast of both, right? We're somewhere in between that and we have our good days and our bad days. And sometimes we make great choices and other times we make dumb choices and it's just all of it. But when we just look and we're like, no, they're bad. You know, I hear this a lot when we label each other like, oh, she's like a goody goody. At least that was what they said in my day. That was like a girl that was just all good and no bad. Or you see somebody and you're like, oh man, stay away from him. He's a bad dude. I hear that sometimes. Okay. Like that's all there is to him. That's just him. Right. So other things I hear sometimes, well, she's got it all together or she's a total mess. But the real truth is sometimes we have it together and sometimes we are a total mess. And I would say that for all humans. I don't think any of us always have it together all the time. And I don't think all of us are total mess all the time. I think we're somewhere in between. So it's funny because my kids used to get on me about this when it came to my house. Now, I really generally love a clean house. I I just like it. It makes me feel calm. And it just makes me feel like I kind of have control of my life a little bit. But so when they were younger and I'm saying I've learned this a little bit, I'm better than I used to be. But if we had like one med- bed that was not made, we had dishes in the sink, you know, and somebody hadn't done their job or whatever, I just be like, you know what, guys, the house is a total mess. And half the time my kids would roll their eyes at me like, seriously, mom, like it's not a total mess. But that was kind of my perspective. See that all or nothing thinking. I'm like, if there are a few things wrong, then the whole thing's wrong. But we look at that and it's like, no, it's not true, right? Not even close. We, we have some messy things at our house. We also have some really clean things at our house. I see this a lot in in our country or in the world um, where there's a lot of contention caused because we believe that certain people are either all right or they're all wrong or they're all good or they're all bad. But that's probably not true either. We probably, if we were really to get to know people, we would find that there's probably some good there. And maybe there is some bad. And of course, that differs for all of us in our beliefs of what we believe is right and wrong or good or bad, right? But, you know, it differs. And so we we kind of label someone as all bad or all good, but people aren't just that way, right? So do you see how this creeps up? And as I give you the examples, you'll start to go, oh yeah, I do that. Like I can see that. So what happens when we think this way, when we think in all or nothing terms? Well, I see it a lot in my practice and I used to do it myself a lot. So 
I can see it both ways. But what it does is it gets us really stuck. We're very rigid in what we're willing to think and not think. Um, I see this a lot. In fact, there's a whole study done on how this causes depression, can cause anxiety. Um, it's kind of the root of perfectionism. Like it's either all good or all bad. See that? And it also creates a lot of narrow mindedness, you know, uh, people unwilling to see any other way, but theirs. it also doesn't allow us to see that there's this in between those two extremes where there's a whole lot of stuff we're missing in between all of it. So when I'm coaching young adults, I hear it often and I hear, I mean, I can pick out all or nothing thinking really easily now that I've practiced it and worked on it and, you know, coach people on it. But these are some things that I've heard recently. My life is a failure, right? Like the whole life is a failure. No, just something's gone wrong, but they, you know, they're thinking that she's all my whole life's a failure, right? I'm never going to find someone to date or marry. See how it's just one way. I'm just boring. That's who I am. Well, there's so many different facets to people. We're not just all boring. I am sure that if you got to know this person, there's many different parts and sides to them. We act differently around different people, right? We'd act differently when who we're comfortable with, our family or friends, than we would, you know, with someone else. But we're not just all the time boring. Um, I hear this one all, I mean, all the time. I have to make the right decision. And I kind of get where they're going with that. Like I understand when it comes to decision making, they're trying to make a good decision. But does that mean if that decision isn't right, everything else is wrong? Like, do you see how that's kind of limiting? Like there might be many or several right decisions or good decisions. It doesn't mean that there's just one right and there's, and everything else is totally wrong. Okay. Um, I heard this one a lot from students who just are struggling to make ends meet with everything. I'm going to be poor my whole life. And I just kind of, you know, I look at that. I'm thinking, well, wow, that's a long time to be poor. And the reality is that's just a, that's just a form of thinking, right? We're, we're not probably going to be poor our whole life. We will be if that's the kind of thinking we have and which doesn't drive us to be motivated. If we just think, well, what's the use? I'm going to be poor my whole life. But we can change that thinking. And of course, that's not always true. If I don't go to school, then I can't be successful. I heard that one a few weeks ago. If I don't go to school, then there's no success for me. As if school is the only way to be successful, right? There's thousands of ways to be successful and we have to define what sex success means for us, right? But that's not true. If we don't go to school, we can still be successful. School can also create success as well, but really we're the ones that create it through our thinking. It's not the things that we do, right? I talk about this all the time. You know, if I flunk this class or I mess this semester up, I'm never going to graduate. Again, do you see this just all or nothing? So the way you know that you're thinking this all or nothing kind of way is when you use things like always or never. And those kind of words creep into your vocabulary. Vocabulary. Can I spit that out here? Um, those two words, always and never, are usually kind of can, can describe the extremes. I'm always going to be this way, or I'm never going to find someone to date, right? 
never going to find a good guy. I hear that all the time, or I'm never going to find a good girl. As if, you know, we can define that, right? Our, our minds just come up with so many different things, you guys. It's just amazing. And when we really stop and look at it, we're like, can I even define what that means? So I used to think this way, and I told you this. And for me, it it was kind of a roller coaster. It was just kind of up and down all the time. And I remember that when I was a young adult and I was a freshman in college, and I went on one date the whole freshman year of college. And so I allowed myself, I chose this thought, right? We always choose what we think. No one forced that. But I take this situation of one date in, oh, essentially nine months. And my thinking is, well, if I can't get a date, I'm never going to get married. You see that never word? So I don't, I don't go on that many dates and that just disqualifies me to get married. The interesting thing is it, it didn't happen that way, right? Like I got one date that was spectacular and met one guy that I couldn't live without. And that was all it took to get married. It's just one person. But you see how limiting that belief is. Um, Another one, if I flunk this class, my whole career college is ruined. I think I said that before, but it's not true. But I thought if I flunked, you know, a class at college, which brought me a lot of anxiety, like I got to get good grades or my whole college career is going to be ruined. You see how much anxiety that creates? Or I flunked this class, my whole college career is ruined. That creates depression, you guys. So another thing I thought at your age was if I don't look a certain way, then no one's going to like me. No one will want to hang out with me. No one will want to date me. No one will want to be around me as if that's the only reason someone would want to hang out with me is just because of the way I look, right? And I've had to learn that's not even true, right? They're always, they're rarely true. It's just, we let our minds kind of go there. But do you see how not only did this really deeply affect me as a young adult, but it can affect us over a lifetime if we, if we don't catch this type of thinking and if we don't get on top of it. So I want you to I want to show you what it happens when you think this way. Okay. So one of this all or nothing thoughts that I told you about was that if I can't get a date, then I won't get married. Okay. So that's my thought. And then if we go down this formula that I always do with you, okay, how does that thought make me feel? If I can't get a date, I'm never going to get married. Well, it made me feel hopeless, made me feel terrible. When I'm feeling hopeless, how am I going to act? What actions, or sometimes it's inaction, like you don't do anything because you're feeling hopeless. Well, I didn't put myself out there. My husband always jokes with me. He's like, you wouldn't know how to flirt if it hit you in the face. Like you just don't even know how to flirt. But I wasn't friendly with guys and I became more and more insecure in my interactions because of this hopelessness that I'm never going to get a date. I'm never going to get married. And then other times it had caused me to just try too hard. You know how we do that sometimes to try and convince people, no, I'm like really great, really fun. You should date me. And that kind of is a turnoff as well sometimes. So I wasn't acting in a way where the end result was really something I wanted, right? It was actually doing the opposite. Here are some other problems that I see with all or nothing thinking. You give up if things don't go exactly as you hoped they would. So if life doesn't go exactly as you plan, then you're just like, well, bag it, screw it all. I'm just done with it all. 
And, you know, what that does is it shuts us down from reaching things. We know that, you know, if we're going to find success, we're going to see some failure along the way. We're going to have some struggles along the way. That's part of the key to success, honestly. Another thing is you can't have any self-compassion for yourself because you're so rigid in what is good and what is not good that if you say you're on some sort of diet and you mess up and you eat a donut or a bowl of ice cream, you're like, well, I'm a loser. I can't even keep up on my diet. And, you know, it's amazing. You can eat good all day long, but you eat one donut and suddenly you have no self-control and bag the diet. See that? But we don't, we don't look at all the in-between of like, wow, look how good you've eaten all day. Another thing is you can't tolerate any mistakes because if you make a mistake, then it's, then it's gotta be all over, right? You flunk that class. It's done. You're over. Another thing it does is it creates perfectionism. Okay. There's no room for any error. And what this does, I I've seen the two of these is that this leads to procrastination because if I can't get it perfect, then it's a failure and then it, you, you don't do it. And I had to learn this early on when I started doing these podcasts because I would pick apart, oh, I should have said that. And dang, I said, um, too many times, you know? And so I'd be like, oh, it's not, it's not good enough. It's not perfect. I better not put it out there. Someone might not like it. Someone might catch that I said that I might offend someone, but you see how that it led me to where for a long time, I didn't create any podcasts because I was worried about those things. And then I learned a principle where it's like, you know what, just create something and put it out there because most people don't pay attention to it. And why, what, why does it matter really anyway? If I'm, if I'm saying something that's helpful to you, great. And if I'm not, then, you know, turn the podcast. Right. But my intention here, when I do this podcast, always, I'm just trying to help young adults because I see them every day. I meet with them every day and I see the struggles. So just so you know, when I put these podcasts out, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm just, you know, I have a perspective and if you don't agree, you know, that's okay. We don't have to agree. We can, we can agree to disagree and that's okay. The last thing is, um, when you are thinking all or nothing, you always see the glass either as half empty or half full, but usually it's half empty, right? Like you always are looking for the negative or whatever, and it shields you from seeing all the positive, all the things that are going right, all the things that are amazing. So I want to tell you an experience. So my first semester of college, I was young and I was trying to figure the whole college thing out. And that semester I had a really hard class that I found out later they called a weeder class. Do you know what that is? Where they weed you out if you're, if you, if you don't pass or whatever. And, you know, me coming from high school and stuff in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, the teacher's going to be, you know, helpful and forgiving and kind of like they were in high school sometimes. And so, you know, I, I was serious sort of, but then I was kind of like, well, I'm sure the professor will excuse that or I, I, you know, whatever. So I honestly, I can look back now and I'm like, I didn't try very hard, hard in that class. I just kind of winged it. And I used to wing it sometimes in high school and I did okay. But I, when I winged it in college, I realized I didn't do so well. I actually flunked the class. Just, yep. The big fat F. And so my thinking when I, you know, was having this all or nothing thinking, which is kind of how I used to think it was like, I flunked the class. I'm never going to graduate from college. 
well, how does that feel? And how did it feel to me? It was, it was horrible. It was so, um, it disempowering to feel like, well, I guess I can't do college. I flunked a class. So in order to progress and move forward, I had to figure out a way to change that thought. And I did, I realized, well, they put me on grade, grade probation and I had to take this keys to studying class or whatever they called it at the time, which I was kind of bugged at, but it ended up being a really helpful class for me because I learned how to study. And, um, it, it was part of, the, um, I think the reason why I finished school. Um, but you know, I figured it out. I changed that thinking and guess what? I graduated. So that all or nothing thinking was never even true. All it did was take me to the bottom and make me feel like a failure. And it's not helpful. Do you see how that kind of thinking is just not helpful? It doesn't move us forward. So if we find ourselves in a place where we're thinking this way, what can we do and how can we change this? So start out first by finding out what kind of all or nothing thinking you have. Like, I want you to look for thoughts where I always this, or I never this, or it's one way or another. I want you to really pay attention and see if you can find those. Because oftentimes these thoughts are quite habitual. And so recognizing them is the very first step in, in seeing, oh, I see where I do that. Once you recognize it, then, then you have a choice. You're like, oh, if I want to do this, I can change this, right? Then the next thing I want you to do is I, when you find yourself saying it, and I think we mostly all do this, I want you to ask yourself, well, is that really true? I just flunked this class. Is it really true that college is a total failure? Am I a total failure if I do, don't do well on this test? Is my life ruined if this guy doesn't ask me out? Of course not, right? You can always ask yourself, is it possible that while I failed the test, I can still get good grades? Of course. Is it possible that even though that relationship failed, is it possible others will succeed? Sure. And you see, even just looking that way, it's like, okay, yeah, that relationship failed, but I, but I can look forward and know that others will succeed. Another tool is to learn to use the word and. Life is sad and happy. It's both. School is hard and easy. It's both at times. You know, when I got into my upper division classes that I loved and I was good at it, I, I, they weren't that hard to me because I just, to me, it didn't even feel like work. It was just fun. You know, um, life has failure and success. And we can all see how that's happened. We've had some successes and failures. It's both. It's this and. People are good and bad. People are right and wrong. And it opens up our mind to not be so rigid in our thinking. You know, recognizing no one does anything perfectly all the time. No one. No one is perfectly good or perfectly bad all the time. People aren't always wrong and others perfectly right. We're just both. Okay. So have I hammered that into the ground enough? <laughs> Do you get all or nothing thinking by now? Okay. So why is it important that we catch ourselves in all or nothing thinking? Because if we can catch it and we can start to change it, it's going to help us to have more compassion for ourselves and others. Like, Hey, Hey, Tiffany, 
your your business isn't a total failure if everyone doesn't like your podcast. Like if I have compassion, I'm like, you know, some are going to love my podcast, some aren't. And it's okay. If it helps one person, in my opinion, then it was worth it. You're going to find more self-esteem knowing that you are a whole person that experiences lots of emotions and the ups and downs of life. I call that 50-50. And not only is no one perfect, you don't need to be either. See how that feels better? Just realize, yeah, nobody's nobody's perfect. Come on. Get rid of this all or nothing thinking. You're also going to have greater motivation to try in your life because you're not shut down by this idea that if something doesn't work out, it's the end and I'm done. And for those of you who feel stressed and overwhelmed and anxious, changing this way of thinking also also allows us to relax and enjoy life more and be okay with where we're at. You guys, it, it is marvelous. It's perfectly marvelous. Yes, I know my kids are laughing now. Um, when we can, when we can nail this down. After I learned this concept, my life really changed. There's so much less drama in my thinking as I run my business and I do my family. When things don't go well or, you know, people don't sign up for my, my podcast or they don't sign up for a webinar, I don't long, I don't, I no longer say, well, my business is a failure. I just give myself the compassion and realize that some things I do are going to be successful and others might not be but I can learn and become a better business owner. And sometimes through those quote failures or when things don't go well, I can be like, Oh, I need to tweak that. I need to do that differently. When it comes to my family, I know sometimes I'm a great mom and sometimes I'm not, but I know, and I can give myself compassion that I'm trying and I'm growing and I'm learning and I'm finding reasons to keep going and loving my kids. Even when I don't do it perfectly, I want you, this is your assignment. I want you to find all of the all or nothing thinking that you have. And then I want you to find ways to change it and find ways to have compassion yourself. Use this word and. I am this and this. And what I'm telling you is it might just change everything for you. It really has changed the way that I look at everything. And I find myself depressed left, anxious less, just feeling better a whole lot more just because I've learned to correct that. Well, anyway, that's all I have. It's kind of shorter today. Remember, you can always contact me if you have any questions or you need some help. And with that, see you soon. Go out and make it an absolutely perfect, fabulous weekend. Talk to you soon. Bye. Are you in need of a life coach? Everyone needs someone to talk to, someone who doesn't judge you, someone who is safe and listens to understand. What if that someone was me? If you want to find confidence, a new outlook, a new different way to look at your life, come, please let me help you. I coach one-on-one over video conferencing or I do group coaching. We can work on whatever struggles you are facing in your life right now. Go to directyourlifecoaching.com. But just a warning, you will never be the same again.